Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. The BHP podcast is proudly presented by Vanguard Outdoors. Learn more at vanguardworld.us. Hey guys, Dave from the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. We're looking for cool hunting stories from you. We want to hear your stories. If you have a cool story and you want to submit it for a chance to be featured on the podcast, send us an email at team at bowhunterplanet.com with your story. There's a good chance you could be invited onto the podcast. Hey, enjoying the hunt. Hello and welcome to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. <laughs> it's me, Dave Thomas. <laughs> I'm go late night, and uh, and we are here um, in the room with John Cedar. What's happening? Oh, that mic's definitely not right. That's it was low. Try that. Check one. Yeah. So John Cedar, Chris uh, McGee in the Tractor howdy. Supply Plus hat there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tim Azarana, Chad Rubicon, <laughs> <laughs> and Laura Rubicon. Amazing. They just got married. I can't pronounce the real last name, so I just say Rubicon. It's easier. <laughs> and uh, on the phone, we have our guest star, Anna Leah Dickey. And Anna, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Hey, thanks for joining us again. You're on episode 53, which Jamie did not pronounce your name correctly, which is awesome. Yeah, what do you and call her? You called her Anna Lee, didn't you? Anna Lee. Yeah. Anna Lee. Yeah. Anna, Anna Lee. Yeah. Moron. No boom. <laughs> That's on. why he's not here today. That's what we he's kicked out. <laughs> Um, so hey, what's going on? We know you had the baby, so can we let's go through that first. How was that experience for you? Congratulations to yes, yes. Congrats. Oh, thank you. He's a month old. Wow. Um, he'll be six weeks actually in two days, so it's awesome. It was great. I had an epidural. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting there. I felt nothing. <laughs> I tried my hardest to do natural birth. So for all the moms out there that are listening to do natural birth, kudos to you, you guys are warriors. Um, But no, we're blessed and we're so happy that he's here and he is so beautiful and he's gonna be a little hunter. Yeah, he's a handsome handsome little guy. Yeah. (laughs) What's his name? His name is Logan Allen. Nice. Logan, all right. I like that. Logan, in, in Irish, it means um, a meadow or like in a field, which nice. is really funny because his mother spent about two minutes in the field and shot the biggest buck of everybody in our family this year. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Was Pretty he with sad, you? I guess. No, he wasn't with you. <laughs> It was funny because I was worried about leaving him, and I left him. And within like 20 minutes of me leaving him, I shot. I'm back. My yeah. <laughs> 2017 buck, and then I like came back to the house and breastfeeded him. Never skipped a beat. <laughs> <laughs> 
kind of I like I don't feel like I'm like I earned the Buck Hunter of the Year trophy, and I'll tell you guys about that later. But like, it's technically mine, but I don't feel like I earned it because it just all happened so fast. Hmm. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, this buck, this buck looks great. Yeah, we're checking out. Great, good size. He's a great buck. What's yeah, that on his front? Is. Its front uh, is that like a triple claw or something? Yeah, it looks like a basket, oh, almost like a around. like a stag buck, right? Wow, like, pretty crazy. That is but really We've had cool. him on. We've had him on camera for the last two years, and it's. I've just got lucky, I guess. Yeah, so. that's amazing, amazing deer. Yeah. Um, how long? When did you shoot this deer? What day was this on? Oh, four days. This ago? was. <laughs> Opening day of wow. PA. Yeah. Crazy how it happened. You know, that's so funny. Uh, we were just talking about this with Brandon um, from uh, Major League Bowhunter. We were just talking about how a lot of big bucks have hit the ground this year. Like, a lot. And people are seeing a lot more deer than normal. I yeah. Mean, have you guys felt the same? or well, Obviously. So, this, the, area, <laughs> the, the area that I, sh I shot him in is a low-pressure area throughout, like, bow hunting season um there's a lot of like farmers here and they just they're not into bow hunting they're more of rifle hunters and we just it's a very low pressure area and we have a field where we lease it out to the um farmers next to us and this year they planted soybean and as soon as they like planted it we started seeing a lot of deer activity on our cameras but at that point in the season you know you can't tell what type of buck they're going to be they have no antlers at all so throughout the progression of the season we saw more and more antlers showing up we're like wow this is a nice buck and we've been tracking them for a while but this property in pa we don't really hunt that often because like i said it's surrounded by fields and we have the farmers that we lease it out to and we give them like the pro the uh, permission to hunt here and we have property in Ohio that we hunt so throughout the season we're like oh my gosh these bucks are huge they're like really really nice looking deer the gene pool on these deer is gonna be amazing but we're thinking okay they're probably going to get picked off in early archery by one of the Amish people because they don't care about, you know, let them go, let them grow. They just, they're, they they hunt for meat, which is yeah. 100% credible. Like, we do the same thing, but we try to let them go and let them grow. So my dad was like, Anna, you, you know, you just had this baby. Do you want to go out and hunt? I'm like... I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a question? Let me, let me think about that for a second. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the craziest thing about it is we haven't really hunted in the, at this property. I went out last season and we did archery, like a couple hours of archery season. But the Ohio bucks are way more, we want to get on them more than we do with these bucks. So we've been hunting Ohio. So my dad and I, the first time I ever hunted here was my, I was 12 years old and him and I hunted in the stand that we were headed out to when I shot this buck this week. Um, and he said, where do you want to hunt? And there was all these options that we had and they were 
way better options to see deer than the one that I picked. And I said, you know what? I think that we should hunt this area because that's the very first time you and I went out together when I was 12 years old. I had a bright blue turquoise jacket on my like little, you know, blaze orange vest over top of it. And I painted my nails. I was 12 years old, painted my nails, (laughs) turquoise and like blaze orange to go out. And I went to go to the bathroom and on my way to the bathroom, my dad, somebody else had wounded a deer and my dad saw it like wounded running throughout the field and he freehanded, shot it in the head, and it died. And that was the first time I ever saw something die. And I was 12, right? So I, like, tears in my eyes. My dad had to explain to me, like, this is what hunting is about. And sometimes you don't always, you know, make the shot. And this is what we have to do. And I was very upset about that. But that will always stick with me. So I said, you know what, Dad? I think I want to go into this stand with you, you know, 12 years later, because I think that would be kind of cool. Actually, 14 years later. And so we're headed out to that exact spot where that all went down. And he was like, Anna, there's a buck. And I was like, oh, my gosh, there is a buck. And he's like, we forgot the shooting stick, so I had to shoot this. It was 220 yards. I shot it freehand, and I dropped him, and then we looked to the left of us, and there was a coyote in the field. Oh, no. <laughs> no way. Not even kidding you. So I shot the buck that you guys saw on social media, dropped him, and then my coyote. dad shot the coyote. Nice. So I'll send nice. you the picture. <laughs> He's getting That's this awesome. coyote mounted. So we go to find the coyote, and then within 20 yards of this coyote, there's this beautiful eight-point stripped of its skin to the bone. Like, Ooh. these coyotes oh, were yeah. eating it. Oh, and we find this coyote, like, we shot it, obviously. My dad shot it. And we find this coyote, and he's, like, stripped. So this whole thing went, in, <laughs> went, went down before, like, dawn, even, like, the sun was even up. I was like... Holy crap. This wow. is so insane. I'll have to send you guys the pictures of this coyote. It's a black coyote, too. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we had a, was... a run with nope. a, a couple of coyotes this year, didn't we, Tim? Yeah, we did, and they, uh, they, they, they actually took my first harvest this year. Yeah, so. first year ever. Yeah. I shot one last week. Ever this year. A, a yes. coyote. coyote? Yeah. No, I got to ask you, did you still paint your nails orange yeah. this year? <laughs> I, I would have, but unfortunately, I'm like, worried about the like i have the baby to deal with but <laughs> yeah I that's all right have. john john wears the same turquoise coat yep. today <laughs> out when he's hunting too so, so we're, we're actually looking at your instagram here and i gotta ask you a question i'm not a huge cat fan but you guys have this cat that's like giant Gigantic. that's like the steve biggest french cat. That, that's the biggest oh, that's cat steve I french think. i forgot about steve french that's, <laughs> the, that's the biggest cat i think i've ever seen in my life yeah He's just a big old high kitty. <laughs> you guys watch, I know you guys watch Trailer Park Boys. We talked about this last time. Trailer Park Boys. They had snow boom. No, Steve French is a good cat. Steve French. That's what I remember talking about Steve French. I was like, who's yeah. Steve French? You're like the cat. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Now, do you guys process all your own game? 
We do. We um, we process all of our own game. I'm actually getting ready to boil, or we roast. I roast the bones first, but I make my own stock too. Nice. So. I try not to use any or waste any of the animal, so we're gonna we we save the liver, the liver, the heart, and um, as much as we can of the animal. But a lot of people are like, leave it in the gut, pal. Ooh, I'm gonna try this venison chili. Yeah, I just we just clicked on your recipe here for venison Ooh. chili. Looks pretty uh pretty delicious. What is, is this your... free? Can you just watch this free? What? This venison chili, is this free, your recipe you give to people? Yeah. So, um, I was, this, I talked to you guys, I think, in the spring, and then right after, I went to the Total Archery Challenge, and I get, I got to meet the Gritty Bowman. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he challenged me to uh, post all the recipes I could with venison this you know, this coming fall. So I have like six or seven recipes that I'm like going to post on my blog. So stay tuned. Nice. Wow. This looks good. Awesome. So is this, this chili, is this chili, is that avocado? Yeah. yeah it's it's avocado. Is that good in there? Yeah. It's good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I love avocado and I love chili and yeah, jalapeno. Avocado, yeah. We love jalapeno. We actually grow our own jalapeno and ghost pepper. Oh. And no. Ghost pepper is, don't even, Ooh. it's so hot. It's like, burns <laughs> your flesh. My kids, I don't know if you actually heard, have you guys heard about that one chip challenge by Packy or yes, whatever? Yes, I've seen that. So they have this, it's like a Carolina Reaper, so it's like mm -hmm. the hottest pepper in the world. And then they also make these uh, ghost pepper chips. Well, my kids were like, you know, they know I like spicy and hot stuff. I've never had a ghost pepper day in my life. But they bought me this bag of chips, and they're all ghost, ghost pepper flavored. Yeah. And I kid you not, I, I sat... And the challenge that they gave me was like, you know, you can't drink anything. You got to, like, see how long you can go. And, I mean, within, like, 30 seconds of eating that thing, I was profusely sweating. <laughs> like, my my esophagus, my stomach, everything was burning. I had to blow my nose, like, 12 times. <laughs> it was the hottest thing I've ever eaten. And I think I lasted maybe, like, 90 seconds total. And I was like, yeah, no, no this is not fun. This, this hurts. Yeah, this hurts. Yeah, no, my husband loves that kind of stuff. We grow, he grows his own peppers, and, like, the first time we went to, like, harvest, I think it was the ghost peppers, he's like, don't touch them. Oh, yeah, yeah. we wear, like, gloves and yeah. stuff to... Oh, yeah, that, that exactly. bag of chips used, came with a warning. Yeah. Did it really? It said, wear, it said, wear gloves, wear eye protection, and if you do touch it barehanded, wash your hands immediately. Don't well, go to the bathroom. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's crazy. So and, I, like, I, I use a pair of tweezers. <laughs> They're so hot. We just made jerky, and we made it's we call Ooh. it ghost jerky, and like wow. it because I'm breastfeeding, so I can't eat can it eat because stuff, I'm like yeah. I don't want to like kill our child. It's it's really good. Everybody likes it, but I'm like it's very hot. But it's from the peppers that we had grown. Wow. Right, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> He's like walking away in denial. Like, no, I didn't do it's that. It's not bad. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. What other what other stuff do you grow? Um, well, we're limited on space this year, but we are big into foraging. So, one of our favorite things to do is we forage for wild mushrooms in the spring. So, morel mushrooms. Morels. Yeah, awesome. that's what's Very up. Good. We do, and a lot of, we do a lot of that. that. Too. How do you forage for them? I was always curious about that. How do you what? 
What'd you say? I'm sorry. I didn't how hear do you, you talk louder? You're back. How, how do you forage for the morels? Um, you have to know where they grow. So it depends on your area. In our area, they are like really prone to growing under a dead elm tree. So we have what's called the Dutch elm disease. Uh, we don't have, our, yeah, we have the same thing here. It's terrible. Yeah. So you have to like literally morels love that type of soil. We don't know what it is about that, but if you know where to look for them and you could tell a decaying fresh, it has to be fresh, like dead elm. Um, it can't be one that's dead for like longer than like a year or two, but if it's a recently decaying elm, uh, Dutch elm diseased tree, you will find morels there. Awesome. And we we have so many recipes. Actually, I think my uh, morel meatloaf mushroom recipe on my blog is you can make it without morel mushrooms, but if you make it with morel mushrooms, it's so good. It's Sounds amazing. Really hey, you're making me really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> we, love, we, we love morels. I mean, uh, me, myself, and Chris actually, uh, what was it, two years ago, we went, uh, there's a little piece of property over by my house that, uh, that I hunt on occasion, and I was walking through there in the spring, and like, ah, uh, you know, I wonder if there's any morels in here. And I stumbled upon, like, this, like, honey hole. Jackpot. It was just so mm -hmm. many of them. What, what did we got? A couple hundred. Yeah. 300 and then, Well, so then I went back last year. I mean, it was, you know, or this year, rather. And, uh, you know, we didn't find as many, but, I mean, it was pretty dry. We didn't really get we any didn't get good, the rain. Yeah, wet weather, you know, to help them grow. But I definitely look forward to it every year. Yeah, that's the thing about morels is you won't find them every in the same place every year. So like like you said, you'll yeah. find them one place one year and there'll be like a hundred of them and then yep. you'll go back next year and there'll be like one or two or maybe ten and then you go back the following year and there's zero. Yeah. They're like the hardest mushroom yep. to harvest because the way their soil the way that they adapt to their environment is insane. They're yeah. the coolest mushroom. They look so insane and I love I just love them. I think they're one of my favorite things to harvest. Yeah. Um, that and ginseng. Ginseng's really cool too. Yeah, but I don't know if we have it. There is some here. Yeah, but like I never the ginseng found. wars. Like, okay. yeah, like, there was a yeah. show. There was a show. So they're expensive. Worth a lot of money too, aren't they? Yeah. People but, don't realize like like the coolest thing about the outdoors is um, not only hunting and like harvesting your own meat, but harvesting like yeah. little treasures like fungus and jing oh, yeah. like mm -hmm. that to me is so mm -hmm. hen of the woods oh i love him so chicken of the woods Ch chicken of the woods chicken chicken of the... or what is it no yeah i yeah. thought it was hen of the woods both it's well, both i think it's both well isn't there there's a call... what's the other one there's like a pheasant back pheasant or something, back or something. Too? yeah pheasant back. Um, there's sheep head yeah yeah um there's chicken of the woods hen of the woods they're like the same i'm so then, lost like, right now <laughs> john and i are like mushroom experts what over here seriously i don't even know what's going on right now john this guy so let's what 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 do you guys what are well, you what are you I'm talking give you, about so i'm gonna give you a quick we're, we're yeah, we're talking about i'm gonna give you a, i'm gonna give you a quick a quick backstory so two years ago when i first found those morels i wasn't sure if they were real ones or fake ones like i had no clue so i went onto this facebook page and I, and I uh, private messaged this guy. It was like, uh, I forget what the page was, like Michigan Morel Hunters or something like that. And the guy actually gave me his personal cell phone number. 
so I could text him some pictures. And he's like, oh, those are the best. Those are true morels. Can I come out there? Yeah, you know, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then so, like, this year I was walking through the woods and I found, like, uh, Hen of the Woods. I found all this stuff. And I'm like, I actually picked up the phone. I'm like, hey, man, I got to send you a bunch of pictures. Tell me what this stuff is. The one, I forget what it was called, but it tasted like a cucumber. Really? Yeah. Was that the cucumber of the woods? It was a, it was a fungus. But it was really good. Was it a lobster mushroom? Uh, I don't I don't remember what it was called to be honest with you, but it was huge. It actually grew on the side of a tree, like it. Oh, was it white and did it have brown underneath? Yes. Yeah, like That's I could have stuck. Yeah, I could have put like I could have put a like a beer on top of it. It was like a shelf, like a natural shelf on a tree. Yeah. yeah. So, um, was it in like the late like September kind of? Yeah. Yeah, that's a mataki mushroom. That's that actually so in in Japan. Those are like very expensive mushrooms. Oh, really? oh, yeah. So, so <laughs> you can make like a mataki soup, like a soup out of it. It has really good heart health benefits. Oh, that's cool. But I'm yeah. all about oh. it. I mean, I'm like you. Like you know, the last couple years especially, like finding wild asparagus and you know all that stuff. Just you know, it's pretty wild. I'm I'm Live actually I'm trying my hand this year at trying to grow my own morels. So we'll you can't really <laughs> grow your own morel, but good luck. <laughs> That's what I was curious. You, That's what I, thought. Hey, I wanted to watch him try. Just tell him. Just tell him he can. Tell him he can. I kept all the stems <laughs> and I planted them. Need a lot yeah, of if seed. you do that, that would be awesome. Give me like, call me and like, let me know how you do that. Oh, for sure. Amazing. You gotta fill your yard. I see the first one sprout. The first <laughs> yeah, one your house is gonna be have manure and stuff. Manure everywhere. Oh, That's all you need to do. <laughs> I'm gonna get some. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter rides horses. I, I, I can get some manure. <laughs> so, what part of Ohio do you hunt? Um, Toronto. Okay. Toronto. We hunt uh, southeast over by Hocking Hills. Okay, so it's uh, south of Columbus, about an hour. Okay. We're by uh, Lancaster. Yeah, I know where that's at. Yeah, the hills. That's the not, hills. I mean, we're from PA, <laughs> so it takes us two hours to get to where we hunt there. Over in Toronto, yeah. Okay. So I, I, I'm playing the video right now that I first learned about the cat. <laughs> so you talk about the cat. Oh, it's a sportsman's box? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's a long time ago, probably, this video. It's like early last year, maybe. Look at all those fancy shoes in the background. Yeah. Dang, those blue ones. Whoa! <laughs> so what's going on? You, uh, how'd your season go this year for bow hunting? I didn't really get a chance. So oh, yeah, Logan, good point. <laughs> Logan, Logan was born on October 23rd. Ooh, that just ruins the season for the next 18 yeah. years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll be hunting. He'll be yeah. fine. They'll do this birthday in the woods. I really, really wanted to try to get out this year. And I, I practiced shooting, you know, before um, he was born. But to be ethical and, you know, I I can't, I didn't want to climb a tree Yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't want to, like, wound a deer and then have to worry about tracking a deer and being eight months pregnant. So I just decided that I would give my husband full freedom to go hunt, you know, and not have to worry about me. Cause that's the thing. <laughs> like our tree stands are very close. He's like, yeah, you know, go out. He was so great. He was like, go out and like hunt. And if you hunt, if you shoot something like I'll, I'll track it, I'll gut it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, my big thing was like, 
ethically, I didn't want to wound something. So we just both decided that it would be best that if I sat out that season and after I had the baby, that's when I would be like, okay, if I want to hunt, I could hunt. So I did, and within 10 minutes of me going out, I shot the biggest deer <laughs> of the season. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. So um, I don't know if you... You're on Instagram, but um, two of our best friends, my husband's best friend um, and my best friend, Lori, we do this competition every year. It's the Buck Slayer of the Year. So we have to be shooting the same species, and then it goes by the biggest score, and then, like, it has to be, like, um, can't be on anybody's, like, property. It has to be free-range. Blah, blah, blah. We have all these rules. So last year, I was the Buck Slayer of the Year, and that's what we call it, the Buck Slayer of the Year. So I got the trophy. So this year, I am the top contender of getting the Buck Slayer of the Year trophy again. <laughs> and I feel nice. really bad about it because Chuck and Lori live in, Ohio, and they live in Utah, and they've spent over 100 hours Ugh. in the woods. <laughs> I, was like, I feel real, like I don't feel like I deserve it because I spent literally less than 10 minutes in the woods. It just happened to be where I was, blah, blah. And I was like, guys, I don't deserve it. And they're like, yeah, you deserve it. I'm like, no, I don't. They're like, yes, you do. You, <laughs> all, you fulfill all the criteria. And I'm like... You guys spent so much time <laughs> in the woods, and I did it. And they're like, yeah, but you also birthed the child. I was Very like, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, well, but awesome. it's, it tastes good. It tastes the same, right? There you go. Right. Yeah. 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 That's right. Well, there's a hundred hours or 10 minutes, it all goes down the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what I'm most excited for. I've already saved the liver in the heart and I've, I've cut them up and I put them in a dehydrator. We make um, a homemade dog treat. Oh, so uh-huh. the, the dogs are already yeah, like cool. freaking out. Nice. That's exciting. That's a good that's idea. Pretty cool. yeah, that's so good. what's your, yeah. so what's your favorite, uh, Favorite venison recipe. Oh, here we go again. No, <laughs> back to cooking. <laughs> no, I was getting hungry. Yeah, back yeah, it's food stuff. I like food. I'm good. Yeah, I just gotta know. I mean, I, your chili looks really good, but I mean, there's a few other ones on there as well. But what's your favorite? Oh, there, there's a couple that I really like. Um, there's one that I'm gonna put on the blog coming up. Is we call it venison toast. So you can take like a tenderloin or a backstrap. It doesn't have to be a backstrap. It, Tenderloin works really, really good, but um, what I do is I, I cut them, I cut it really, really thin, and then I let it sit in like a dry rub of salt and pepper, nothing else, for like an hour, and then you just take, I don't know if you guys like mushrooms, it doesn't have to be morels, it could be regular mushrooms, button mushrooms, and you just cut them up, and then you make a roux out of like flour, butter, and um, red wine nice. and then what you do is you make this roux and it's just so good and then you just simmer before I cut the backstrap up you sear it on both sides like so it's nice and like seared on both sides and then you let it sit because backstrap no, takes like seven minutes right uh, so after that you take t- like a uh, french baguette and you toast it with 
you, I like to cut it like nice and thin, and then you toast it, and then you put the mushrooms, you saute some mushrooms in butter, olive oil, whatever you want, and then you put this like wild game gravy is what I call it over top. I'll have to post the recipe. It's yeah, really hard to really explain. Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really good. It's I, I've already forgot what's going on. I'm going to go over to the bar and chips I'm in a food coma just listening. Do you have a note, Laura? So do you want to come on our next hunting trip? It was the first thing I made for my now husband whenever I was like, okay, I really like this guy. I got to get him. And then the first recipe I made for his parents was the meatloaf that I make, which is a morel meatloaf, which is on my web, uh, outdooranalia.com. But both of those recipes are insanely good. But those are two of my favorite recipes. That's but, awesome. Um, I also made turkey oh. schvetzel for the first time. Have you guys ever made turkey schvetzel? No. Oh, no. Nope. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. I'm not even it's, sure I know what a schvetzel is. <laughs> It's so Shvetzel? good. It's what? Stephen Ranella's recipe. Oh, I thought it was. And is I, it German? He's not. Oh. I took his recipe and I tweaked it a little bit, mm-hmm. but I made it for the Gritty Bowman when he, uh, like he was out here, and he was like, "This is my favorite turkey recipe ever." Really, that's awesome. So yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Was it was a wild turkey, or was it a? Uh... Yeah, I don't actually eat meat. That's. Unless it's hunted. I got you. So all the meat that I make or recipes I make are wild game. So what if it was a so, what if it was a, a ballpark that escaped the ranch and you saw it, this big white bird, <laughs> forty pounder? <laughs> 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 That's technically wild. Butterball, uh, feral turkey. <laughs> That's one of yeah, them. They're butterballs. <laughs> that challenges my ethics. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. Oh, that's cool. oh, you don't want that breeding with the natural population. Yeah. You gotta take it I have no problem eating wild, like meat, no problem eating wild game. I just like to know where it comes from. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. I wish a lot of people felt that way. Yeah. Unfortunately, they don't. So. Yeah, it's, and a lot of my girlfriends, I know there's another girl on here. What's your name? I can't. I can hear you talking. Laura. Like, Laura. Laura. <laughs> She's a goose Laura. hunter too, though. Yes. They're, they're, her and Chad are the big hunting over yeah. Rubicons. So, the Rubicons. Can, are I, Rubicons. can I ask you a question, Laura? From one girl to another, when you tell somebody you hunt, what do they? What is their like? Oh, you get the reaction. weirdest reactions from most. Like you hunt, like right? Like <laughs> yeah. You, you like really like do that? Like, like, like you kill some? It's yeah. A, that's <laughs> like really. It's it's not like offensive to me, but it's like almost like. You're why like, yeah. is it like that? Whenever it's like, yeah, I do hunt, and guess what? You just ate that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best part when you cook something and they don't know that it was wild game, and they're like. Oh, that was so good. You're like, yeah, well, that was venison chili. Shot at myself. (laughs) I've made a lot of believers out of it, too. It changes their thinking a little bit once they taste it. (laughs) And the girls are always always the best. I always get grieved because she always beats me and everything. Drives me crazy. (laughs) You guys have that internal competition, too? Like, you and your husband? Yeah. He always drives me nuts. Who wins? Last week? <laughs> we went lay out and she shot the only bird. <laughs> out of four guys. And we go perch fishing, it's all she does is one after another. I'm like, what the heck? What am I doing? <laughs> got they, got touch. They, they got the touch. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, 
we got we're, you know we got you live on Facebook as well as we're doing these these uh, podcasts and uh, uh, Aaron chimed in and said I have a friend who will not eat my deer meat because it grosses her out. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird how people keeper, do stop keeper is just they, a it friend. Them. It's interesting because yeah. it stops them though mentally. All of a sudden there's a block. Yeah. That comes in about. But venison. if you didn't tell them, they would eat it. No, they have no well, idea. That's exactly. No idea. Kevin, it's that mental. Block. Kevin's really good at that because, yep. like, he's a really good cook, and when he cooks anything, no one knows what it is. You have no idea. But the next thing you know, he's like, "How'd you like that chili?" I'm like, it was good. He goes, "That was my bear. That was my deer. That was a mixture yes. of this and in the pig you guys shot." <laughs> like what? <laughs> like dang. Yeah, that's how it's done right there. So yeah, you know, what else is going on? What is up? in your life right now you get what have you been doing other podcasts what kind of stuff you've been working on um well i'm trying really hard to get more recipes up on my and uh my like uh, i guess it it's a blog but website um i really want to do that get a lot of my favorite recipes i have to like Course my family into like letting me give our secret recipes away, but I that's my favorite thing about like being hunter is like not even like sharing the experience is one thing, but sharing like what we're after at the end of the day is like what do you hunt for? Meat. You're not hunting. You can't eat antlers. Yeah, exactly. As yeah. much as as much as I'm a big, I love getting a big old buck. I'm just as happy as shooting an old doe or. You're, you're hunting for meat, essentially. Uh, absolutely. So, yeah, so at the end of the day, my the point of hunting is you're hunting for meat. So I'm trying to get a lot of my recipes up on my blog. I'm also trying to deal with a one-month-old baby. <laughs> yeah. But I also want that baby to one day realize, like, hey, this is what we hunt for and this is what we do. So we're going to get him into hunting is fresh as we can so that's another thing that i'm trying to like push for is like if if he sees oh mama i was one month old and she shot a big old buck and posted six recipes after that mm-hmm. like that's awesome so yeah, that's pretty, you guys are raising yeah. them right you know absolutely yeah, yeah for sure that's that's something i and i really want to get back into bow hunting and um i'm gonna try to upgrade my bow next year uh-oh. Yeah. What you going to go with? You decide yet? Uh, I haven't decided. My husband shoots a Matthews. Okay. Cool. And I shoot a Bowtech. So okay. we're not going to fray from either one of those companies. Cause well, they both just, came out with some really yeah, good bows. Yeah, yeah I shot Really the awesome bows. I shot the Rain, and I really like that Rain. The Rain is nice. Um, the Realm's even yeah. better. Realm, yeah. And the thing I like about both of those companies is they support local businesses. And I love, like, shopping small and supporting people in our communities. And both of those bows, they have small um, businesses in our community. So either one I can't go wrong with. Very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, they're both great. I I mean... Every year they both launch something sweet. So I mean, it's it's definitely two companies that have been around the block a long time. But there's there's a lot of great companies out there for sure. I mean, there's a lot of companies that are smaller that do produce great bows and you know and, and have a great you know 
product so line as well. It's, it's just a, it's a weird business because there's so many great ones out there, and like yeah. we shoot all of them. So for us, it's really weird because we'll we'll pick up one and we'll be like, wow, that back wall is unreal. You know, if you shoot an elite against uh, you know. Uh, any other bow, the the back wall is unreal. It's like ninety five percent let off. I mean, it feels like you're considered right. all day. Um, you don't see that anywhere else. But you know, in the same sense, there's tons of other bows out there with amazing draw cycles. And, you know, I mean, so it, it's kind of it's all about the person. You know, and what you want to do. But most of the companies, my point though, most of the companies are owned by you know people and they're small businesses for the most part. And they're all American, and you know, so it's not really hard choice, you know. I mean, anywhere from like Ben Pearson all the way up to Darton, all the way over to Matthews, down to all the way out to West Coast to Bowtie, you know, it doesn't matter. Exactly. They're all they're all American people doing their thing, you know, trying to, you know, have a business and love what they do. So it's pretty exactly. cool. Exactly. Did you guys see? Um, I posted. It was one of my most recent posts. It was like two posts ago. That I found my grandfather's. Yes, mm-hmm. we're gonna yeah. ask you about that. What <laughs> that is that? Is, what is that? Like sixteen uh, inches we, we axle couldn't, axle. <laughs> I couldn't find like the company. That it looks was like on an o- it. Oneida. My dad didn't realize. Like he didn't no, know what the company that. was either. And my my grandfather unfortunately is Ooh, is no God, longer with us. That? But mm. that thing was right so here, heavy. This one here, but that's like that's it was all the steel. Old, old one. Yeah, that's got like cam. I've seen that bow before, though. I've seen something similar. Look how they it put was, the metal brackets at the top, like to oh, protect the cam from somebody hitting it. I guess I don't know what. Yeah, can it's I make hilarious. this bigger? No, can't make it bigger. So funny, and we have a very rich history with um, my family. Actually, one of the things you guys asked what I want to do in the future, I want to sit my uncle and my dad down and have them just tell them their stories about hunting because they're so amazing. And like, I think that's the most exciting thing about hunting is sharing. Absolutely. Your stories. Yeah, I would love and, to have him on the podcast. I, we've been looking to oh get these God, stories my, locked in for history for people to hear for many years from here to come. They're hilarious. And so I for sure. The, the story, my like my dad's stories are insane. Like his moose story, he shot with a bow, eighteen yards away. It's one of the biggest. It's a record breaking in the Yukon. Oh, um, wow. It's insane, and like he gets down on his like hands and knees when he tells the story. So if we tell, if we get him on <laughs> the podcast, life. we'd have to get him on like Skype or something because it's just insane. But that's what I love about hunting is it's just it brings people together, and you can relate, you know, to like yeah. those people. But we found this bow, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like. <laughs> this is a compound bow. This thing is made of steel. My dad's like, yeah, can you imagine carrying that through the woods? I'm like, no wonder he's never shot anything with it. This thing is like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a catapult. It's yeah, insane. for sure. <laughs> yeah, the new uh, new website looks great. Uh, great job on this. The cooking area is phenomenal. Um, real easy you. to flow. It's got a great, it looks great. It makes me hungry just looking at it. I don't like that part of it, but it works. So it makes, it's working. Um, Thank you. Yeah, everything's I'm gonna, cool. I'm going to post more recipes. I'm on maternity leave right now, so I have a couple things in the works. But Yeah, very cool. Right, now, are you still doing a lot of this? looks like you did a lot of travel hunting with some friends with Follow Her Arrow and all those guys. Are you still doing that stuff next year? Um, Yeah, actually, I have um, a hunt um, in this, or January. It's just, uh, January 9th. We're going to go pheasant hunting up here, and I have a, an amazing... It's going to sound really weird, but it's pheasant cantaloupe soup. Hmm. Oh. 
Interesting. I know. Different. Is that on the blog? I think I saw that. Is that on there already? It is. It's okay. one of the very first posts yeah, so that I've posted. Where, like oh, one of my. Here? Where am I going? No, just oh. go all the way down. Oh, sorry. Yeah, right yeah that was one of my very first posts that I've ever yeah. posted. But I'm going to redo it. And then I'm also going to do the rabbit ravioli again because it's Ooh. still really, really good. I'm sorry, where are you guys going pheasant hunting at this year? We're going to go in PA. It's my friend oh. Liz. It's her pro um, property up here. But she's, uh, she's Liz Burger on Instagram. But How's the pheasant hunting out there in, uh, in Pennsylvania? Yeah. How was, how was that in Pennsylvania, the pheasant hunting? Um, it's okay. We're going to go on, it's a stocked area, so it's, it's not wild, but, but take. Uh, okay. It's still yeah. something neat. Yeah, yeah, we went down to exactly. North Dakota this year. Exactly. And it's, it's pretty, it's down. The birds are down a lot this year. We're, we're big into upland hunting, so we do a ton of it, and we went all the way out to North, or yeah, North Dakota. We did a lot of waterfowl, but the pheasant were just way down this year. Gross. Yeah. We ended up, really? We yeah. fished probably about 10, but only two of, of them ended up being roosters, so. I really want to go out to, like, my dad said that he went, and I think South Dakota? Is yeah. It? South Dakota's the bigger presence. Yeah, and I really want to do that. That sounds awesome. You know what I fell in love with, though, when I was down there is sharptail. Sharptail grouse. Yeah. Done it. We do a lot of pat hunting, uh, rough grouse over here in Michigan. We got uh, quite a bit of them, but never done uh, sharptail. And that was Sharptail awesome. is delicious. It yeah. is so good. Oh, oh dark yeah. Really good. Totally different if, than rock. if you get a Sharptail in PA, you're getting like one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they're really good. Yeah, they like, were. Grouse, are, grouse yeah. is one of my favorite wild game birds to eat. Yeah, the Sharpies, they flush like by the 40s down in North Dakota. It was <laughs> yeah. insane. Yeah. One would flush like, up. 40 and of them. Yeah. All that one. Was. A bunch more would come behind it. It was awesome. And mm. a lot of fun. Definitely try. You're making me fun. hungry. My mom has, a, my mom has an amazing recipe for a sharp tail. Ooh. It's like sharp tail and dumpling. Ooh. And it's so good, but like I've never dumplings. got a sharp tail to like, make the recipe. So. Yeah. I need Sounds to do tasty. That. All right, Anna. Well, hey, what? Uh, so, what's the website one more time for everybody? outdooranalia.com bam hey thanks for joining us again the second time and we definitely want to have you on again we'll give you another six months and then uh get you back on <laughs> seriously see what's every going time down. I, I talked to you guys well i think the last time i talked to you guys i told you i was gonna hang um my grandfather or my husband's grandfather's bow above our nursery mm -hmm. we did nice. oh cool it's very cool yeah and then also i made um out of my turkey that i shot a dream catcher so oh, you guys are looking sweet. for things to make out of turkey feathers also check out my my website not That's only to cool. eat but for crafts oh, very yeah. cool so. hey if you're guys are ever up michigan stop by we'd love to have you guys live so in the studio keep it in mind detroit so we're not too far from you and yeah and i have to get my dad on yeah bring him bring him up he's insane with MGM Story. Studio, you guys can go to the casino. There's a lot to do up here. Get, get a little city life for a little bit. Go grouse hunting. Yeah, we could take you guys fishing. And John could take Foraging. you guys we could go fishing. Foraging. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, when you we come. Yeah, we look for morels, and we'll like, yep. make all kinds of morels. We got walleye, we got morel. Lots of salmon fishing over here, too. When you guys get morels, if they're fresh, look for my recipe on my website. It's stuffed crab morale they're oh. amazing john's got this john Let's will get it. this done. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. all right Anna, it's been fun as usual thank you so much 
Thank you for having me, guys. Thanks. Good luck for the rest of your season. <laughs> you too. Thank, thank you. Bye. Happy New Merry oh. Christmas and Happy yes. New Year. Yes. Thank, thank you. Yes. Same to you. If I'm remembering right, I was probably 14, maybe 15 years old the first time someone questioned why I hunt. It was a little girl from down the street. She could see my deer hanging on the back side of our home as she walked to the bus stop that morning. It was a small six-point I had taken the evening before, my second buck with a bow. Dad and I had plans to skin and process it after school that day. I don't remember the extent of what she said exactly. In fact, I probably toned her out after she started using words like cruelty and murder to divine hunting. And I remember I wasn't embarrassed and I certainly wasn't ashamed of my accomplishment as she launched a barrage of insults at me. I wasn't mad at her, I didn't feel the same hate for her that she had for me at that moment. What I really thought is how on earth could someone not support hunting? A couple of decades later I realized that maybe we do have something in common with that little girl at the bus stop that morning. That's our love for wildlife, the beauty of nature, and how passionate we are about preserving this great resource and passing it on to our next generation. I think the difference is nobody's ever shown her or she just hasn't taken the time to learn what hunting really is, the importance of conservation, and how important it is for the future of wildlife. She may view this as a cold, heartless act of aggression towards animals and a bloodlust for killing all the wildlife until there's nothing left, but we know that isn't what hunting's all about at all. In fact, it's the exact opposite. We're proud of our heritage. We're thankful for the generations before us that gave us these opportunities. At the turn of the century, wildlife populations were on the decline in North America. Laws were written, hunting seasons were established, and now, now hunters became the conservationists. Placing an excise tax on licenses and equipment have provided billions to successful wildlife restoration efforts, creating and protecting new habitat, including our lakes, our rivers, our parks, and all the fish and wildlife that inhabit them. It's not in our best interest to destroy wildlife. We're a part of nature. We coexist. Every store, restaurant, gas station, fast food chain on every corner in any town you've ever been to supplies you, the consumer, pre-packaged meat. Let's not sugarcoat it. That animal was slaughtered. It died so you could eat it. Now, hunting isn't for everyone, and that's fine. But take comfort in knowing that the future of that animal depends on the continued support of the sportsmen and women who do. So I challenge you, I invite you to come into the woods with me. See wildlife the way I do. Listen to the turkeys gobble off their roosts. Feel the excitement as a buck chases a doe out in front of your stand with his nose to the ground. Better yet, sit in a blind as a youth hunter takes her first deer, catches that first fish, and is finally able to put a meal on the table for their family. I don't hunt because I hate wildlife. I hunt because I love wildlife, because their well-being is dependent on our efforts, and I can't think of anything more meaningful than passing that love for the outdoors onto the next generation. You want to get out there, you want to be a part of it. It's about the love, the passion for the outdoors, you know, we're making our property better, we're trying to improve our hunting, we're, we're working on it all year long, it's not a show up in October and hunt a few times and this is a passion that that we have we can turn it off you know it's 12 months a year non-stop
It was so awesome. I'm so proud of you. You got it. Yes. Let's go get it, Dad. You ready? Do us all a favor. Get a kid outdoors. Enjoy what Mother Nature gave to us. And you know what? Help grow this heritage. As us hunters, all we have is each other. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time.